I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we've got producer Joe. It's Lent, so I don't know if it's always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. It's 40 Jenna. days of uh, almost a pleasure, huh, Joe? It's almost a pleasure. <laughs> almost yeah. a pleasure. Almost a pleasure. It's a sober pleasure tonight. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two. Check one, two. Glad to be back, gentlemen. Back Good in Salt Lake you. City. That's right. And it looks Salt. like you found time to have a little fun with the work. Yeah. Well, I had a little courier come back with some treats for y'all, and uh, I think we're going to be able to share one tonight. All right. So, Excited yeah. about that. Friends who love good beer and telling stories. So we turned it into a podcast. And we are a podcast that has no problem with anyone saying the word gay. Nope. Nope. Gay, 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 gay. gay, gay. Not a problem. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. Gay? <laughs> sure. Your turn, Joe. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> oh, there's no problem with that. <laughs> okay. Well, you just, I just didn't uh, get a gay out of you, mister. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And you get all this for free. That's true. But podcasting is not free. Right. It's not free for us. Right. That's and true. that's why we're asking for some help. Yeah. You know, buy us a coffee. And if Doc was here, he'd explain, that's really a pint. Yes. Yes. I got a new ad for that. You ready? Yeah. Buy us a cup of coffee. It's cheaper than a gallon of gas. Buy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah, I yeah. just like, you know, I'm trying to be timely, but I just thought that might be appropriate. <laughs> What do they get when they buy a when they get a membership? Premium, premium content. You sign up for membership, you have access to premium content, whiskey wisdom with Father Joe, and also the ILB, the book club with Ryan Waltz, and we have some other things that are going to be coming up soon. So if you're thinking, I miss witty Joe, I miss funny Joe, yeah. I miss delightful, pleasure to be around Joe, then you have premium content, True. whiskey That's wisdom right. with Father Joe. It's That's been recorded pre-Lent, yeah, 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 and yeah. ready to release soon, yeah. and post-Lent. At some point. I've so. missed Joe for the last two weeks. So, Yes, I've missed Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately so. But So make sure also don't forget, find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Poe one, I Like Beer the Tall one on Twitter, and we are on Untapped too. Easy to find. So, so you've done the cup of coffee. Yep. So i got to help these guys out. They're my friends. They're my pals. True. Which about, is really a pint. Which is really a pint. Okay. Been listening for free, but now I'm going to contribute, yep. help them run their show. Another way. Go to the ILB store right on our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Click on shop. When you buy swag, it helps support our podcast. Yeah, and also I'm just going to say, it's, it's, I, I think feel like it's time for us to get some new stuff up on there. So that's gonna, I'm going to put that on the, the, the list. The to-do list is to, to get, a, get a couple new designs up there in the, in the next week or so. Excellent. Hey, we have some special release beers tonight. Let's get to them. Because I, w- I headed over to Burgeon Beer Company, Carlsbad, talked to our friend McKenzie, who's always been very nice and generous with us. I got to talk to her about uh, a couple of their, their pale ales and their blonde ales for some articles coming up. And she sent a care package. That's exciting. Yeah. And the second half of the day show, we've got uh, a St. Patrick's Day beer. Oh, very cool. And then Tom, as he alluded to, brought us a treat from Utah. So this first beer just released last week, hand-selected pale ale. And I love what Burgeon's doing, bringing back the pale ale. So if no one else is going to do it, they'll do it single-handedly. That's it. Go, Virgin, go. 
And it is a extra pale. What's this one called? I got you, Tom. Thanks, Jeff. Hand-selected pale ale. Mosaic Simcoe hops. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And it is very light, like an extra pale ale. You can definitely smell it. And it's... Well, I don't want to lead the witness Joe? before talent oh, gets sorry, a chance. Joe. <laughs> we'll, sorry, Joe. We'll rate it at the end of the show. But things are looking good for hand selected. You know, I like on the the nose. It's not like you. It's just a hint of the the pininess, hint hint of the red. It's not not overwhelming. Nice thick white head on it. Very clear beer. It does look delicious. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Delicious. Temptation. That's what this is all about. Oh. <laughs> I would say this. I'll say this. The one thing it's hard. I think it's it's really good. Uh, it's hard to compare it with Carlsberg Crush because I, I I feel like that that's such a a good. I wish McKenzie had sent me home with some Carlsberg It'd Crush good to, to share read, with read, you guys. Read them. I'm sure you finished them before they came here. So. You almost yeah. said that with a straight face. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. yeah. Yeah. You caught my my subtle tone shift. Yeah, I wish he'd send home yeah. some home to share with you guys. Well, I think it's funny because I think you told me. Yeah, she sent me home with some Carl of a crush, and I'm like, I think I heard that right. Oh, it didn't make it. Uh, it didn't, I think I heard that. That, that was about four days ago. Yeah, it didn't yeah. make it till tonight. But, but it would be great to one. be great to drink them side by side. Carl's bed crush is a hands down favorite pale ale, but this one I find quite good. Yeah, very light. Uh, the nose makes you almost think you're getting one of those uh, let's slip an IPA by you and tell you it's a pale ale. Right. Right. But not, but exactly. not in the taste. Crisp. Yeah. Pretty light And you know body. what? Very clean finishing. Very clean. You know, it doesn't sit too, too like I said, the pininess doesn't just sit on the tongue. And I, I don't know. We had one, I don't know if it was last week or if it was just me on my own somewhere recently where it was like, I, I was like someone, it was, an, it was a IPA in disguise and they just called it a pale ale. I'm like. You're, you're not fooling that was me that was all the central coast yeah right? maybe that's what it was it was yeah. we were up in the central coast that's exactly what it was simcoe hop comes through you can pick up the the mosaic in it nicely but the simcoe comes through which has that i don't have a word for it but sort of duller bitter finish yeah at the end tom i'm right there with you the smell kind of cut me off guard i thought it was going to be a strong you know like jeff was saying in person uh, pale ale impersonated by an ipa did i say that right an ipa <laughs> impersonated pale ale i like that it's light uh, coming in at five five, and I think it's one of those ones that, on a hot summer day, would actually be a really mm-hmm. tasty one too. But going back to what you also said, the Carlsbad Crush, it's it's uh, it's a tough challenge, right? <laughs> yeah, they got guts to make yeah. a beer like Carlsbad Crush and then make more pale ales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good job, thank you, thank you, Mackenzie, thank you, Burgeon. Uh, I got an Irish toast to go with it. Sounds good. Let's hear it. When we drink, we get drunk. True. When we get drunk, we fall asleep. When we fall asleep, we commit no sin. When we commit no sin, we go to heaven. So let's all get drunk and go to heaven. Amen. Cheers. Cheers. That's, that sounds, sounds like my last weekend. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, no, honestly, that was like my Saturday night. Yeah. Actually, it was Saturday afternoon. I didn't, even made it, I didn't even make it to Saturday night. Went to the Home Depot. <laughs> I was in bed by 7. I'm just going to put it that way. <laughs> that's, a, that's how that went. It's pretty amazing when I can go to the Home Depot at 1 o'clock and on somehow my way home, which is only a mile and a half from the Home Depot, I went to four breweries, a winery, two distilleries. And like <laughs> yeah. I said, went home and promptly went to sleep. Yeah. Guessing that project did not get done no, early it, Sunday it morning. It did not either. get done the early Sunday morning. So <laughs> cheers. 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 Beer in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out.
this is our St. Patrick's Day episode, so I've got some Guinness toasts nice. and roasts. As I looked up some Guinness information in America, average price for a pint of Guinness in America, six fifty-five across the state, $6.55. So I'm going to toast Montana for the cheapest average price for a pint of Guinness coming in at an even five bucks. Nice. nice. That might be the first time we've toasted Montana on this podcast. Yes. Yeah, very That's good. Right. Good job, Montana. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think uh, Firefighter Jovo was. Oh, right, right. Well, we've yeah. toasted Quality. their beer, but I don't know if we actually toasted <laughs> the state of Montana. State okay, of, uh, technicality. I'd also like to toast Drinkers for Ukraine. It's a group raising money for the Red Cross efforts in the Ukraine with an open source recipe for a beer. Hoping brewers across the world will brew it and share the proceeds with uh, the Red Cross. That's uh, good. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's fair. Yeah, that's a that's great fair. idea. I like it. Beer is a beet-rooted, spiked Ukrainian, and they call it an anti-imperial nice. stout. Nice. I like that. That's fantastic. That's a nice play on words. Yes. And yeah. the beer is called Resist. Yeah. So check it out, drinkersforukraine.com. And I'm hoping someone in the San Diego area will brew it so we can yeah, cool. buy it, so we yeah. can contribute. Yeah. And then also get to drink it. Yep. Yep. Talent, what do you have for our toast? So I'm going to stay in, in uh, the Ukrainian s- sector because those are where a lot of things going on now. And to kind of follow up on your beer side of it is uh, starting uh, this past weekend, there's a brewery in Milwaukee called Lakefront Brewery. And they are now selling uh, crawlers, 32-ounce take-home crawlers, uh, with their new label on it. And it has a uh, it has Russian President Vladimir Putin and the title Putin is a dick are scrawled across his forehead. <laughs> right. uh, well, it, t- it t- takes aim at his head. Uh, so they said that the crawlers are costing about fifteen bucks, uh, depending on what kind of beer you buy. And then Lakefront's going to be donating ten dollars of each of those uh, to the National Bank of Ukraine's fund for refugees. So I thought that was a really cool thing, and I, I think it's kind of cool. You're seeing people step up all over the United States on ways to go, but this was kind of a, a cool way. What, what a, a brewery was going to you know go in and give people an opportunity to to get some beer, but also help some people out lakefront brewing yeah and then i also thought this one this was also really interesting is that uh, ukrainian authorities have kind of reassured their citizens there um, that they do not need to declare captured russian tanks or any equipment they pick up as personal income so that was important. Apparently, that was a, that was something that was coming up. I don't know if you guys have all seen the videos of the farmers towing yeah. the the tanks with their with their tractors and stuff like that. And so here was the uh, here's the um, the statement that was put out from the Ukrainian <laughs> National great. Agency on Corruption Prevention. Uh, have you captured a Russian tank or armored personnel carrier and are worried about how to declare it? You know, income taxes. Are coming yeah, up season. yeah, it's it's, yeah, turbo, it's turbo tax. Has yeah, yeah. yeah. Tur- I don't know if Turbo Tax is programmed yet to deal with that. Uh, but keep calm and continue to defend the motherland. A statement said they said there's no need to declare the captured Russian tanks. And other equipment because the cost of this does not exceed what they say 100 living wages um so basically what they're saying is they're going to equate it to uh what they call it they call it oh they're calling it a scrap they said that we're going to call it scrap and so you don't need to declare that as as a living wage so you guys can just keep that and they just said they're going to be considered a manifestation of the unity and cohesion of the ukrainian people in the fight against the invaders so i thought that was good news for Uh-oh. those of us that right. kind of worry about those things in tax season yeah um, yes, so, yeah. tax season. Yeah, yeah. That was, so, yeah. yeah. So there you have it. So that's, those are my toasts right there uh, on the. Yeah, y- your Russian tank though is you got in the U.S., so you better double check. That, that is true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, I, I'm not sure if the latest updates on on TurboTax will take into we'll account what, yeah. what I was able to get now from those yeah. captured tanks. No, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an add on. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Well, that takes us into our roasts and, and might have to file an extension. Go yeah, ahead. you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Montana cheapest pint. Five bucks. Yeah. Average price six fifty five. We're gonna yeah. roast California. No big surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> if you've gone anywhere and well you did last Saturday. Yes. Would you drop five hundred dollars on yeah. 10, 12 beers? Yeah, twelve. Well that was and, and then the gas to get the two miles to get over. <laughs> yeah. So 
Man, I can't believe we're paying eight, nine dollars a pint. But anyways, most expensive average price for a pint of Guinness, California, the average is eight dollars and fifty-five cents for a pint of That's, Guinness. But it's worth it. I mean, really. But it's I'd really much rather good. go to Montana and get one at six fifty-five. I'm so cheap. It's hard for me to I know, pay I an eight-dollar pint. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, I do I'm my trying. best. <laughs> I do it for Joe. Yes. Yeah. Please. Hey, Oceanside Ale, we're yeah. still four dollars a pint. Just a quick, right. a quick toast to them, based on where we are in this conversation right now. That's right. Yeah. Other roasts? Uh, I've got two roasts. Uh, first roast, and this is actually might be kind of a, what do you call those, a PSA on a keep, keep be on the lookout. Uh, if you live in the Colorado, uh, someone broke in last week or this last weekend and stole a box containing human heads from a truck in Colorado. Oh, jeez. So just keep your lookout. If you see a box sitting there on the sidewalk, uh, mm. before you just open it up. So I have so many questions. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, go ahead. Ask. Why, why are human heads separated from the rest of the human? And yeah. why are they being kept in a box? Well, here's what I know. First of all, this happened in a Denver Central Park neighborhood. So this is just in a random neighborhood. Uh -oh. this, this truck, it was a freight company truck. It was parked there. They're being shipped freight. Yeah, and they were being transported for medical research purposes. Ah, uh, that helps. Yeah. All right, that does help. Yeah. That's and, a piece and, of the puzzle. And that so I'm sure someone opened it up and saw that and went, drugs, <laughs> and goes, I'm stealing it. And then uh, I'm not sure what would happen when you got home with that and, and opened it up and... They didn't say how many heads are in there, but it but says, it's a box full. But it says heads, so it wasn't just or, one. So yeah. There's at least two, maybe three heads in that box. No, it's a box full. You know, it's yeah. like at least yeah. six so. heads. So anyway, so people in Colorado, be on the lookout. Let in, let us know if you find those those heads. So that was the first one, and then the other one is this is a huge roast to uh, Russian technology. I don't know. Again, this one, this report. One of my favorite sources, Lubov Tysbaluski. <laughs> um, he is a good source. Yeah, That's report good. came from him. Who he, he's an advisor to the Ukrainian government, um, and he sent out this tweet uh, about this that happened. And he posted that in Kiev there was a woman there uh, that actually knocked down a Russian drone from her balcony with a jar of cucumbers. Oh, That's so nice. awesome! Yeah, and uh, the and, movie coming soon. Yeah, so she actually posed that lady said that it's like, how do they expect to occupy this country? <laughs> she was like yeah. very defiant. Now, yeah. update to that story. I did see today. Uh, it was not. You know, people got yeah, sure that yeah, you're right. It was not a jar of cucumbers. She said no. It actually was a jar of tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, there we important. go. Update. Change my notes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Update and uh, keeping things going. But those are my two roasts uh, for this week. Been an interesting week. So she just yeah. threw it like freehand. It sounds like she was out on her balcony. It's probably one of those drones like checking things out. And she's just like, so it's like an imperial yeah. probe droid. Yeah, probe droid. Right. You guys saw Empire Strikes Back, yeah. that part of it. And she's like, screw this. Boom. Reaches into her pantry, pulls out this jar of tomatoes, and just takes it out. Pulls out and she goes, oh, not the cucumbers. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking. Boom, done. Did it, did it self destruct? No, she knocked it out. She, she took it, it down it and it's done. Do not mess. Do not oh, mess with I wish Ukrainian that was women. on video so bad. Oh, yeah. So. That's a great roast. Then we're moving over to pours. My pour is for neutrality. True. Looking Done. right at you, Switzerland, and, and side toast, <laughs> yeah, Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. That is true. That's a big deal. I'm also pouring one out for baseball. Enough yeah. said. Yeah. Not this year, guys, but okay. Missed a yep, window there, right. baseball, but that's yeah. okay. Pouring some other things out. You guys remember that big, beautiful border wall? The big, beautiful border big, wall. Big, beautiful yeah. border wall. The one the wind blew down. And, and, yeah, uh, well, water blew down. things are getting better for it as well. It looks like based on a report that just came out from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency, their maintenance records, uh, it shows that Mexican smuggling gangs have sawed through that border wall 3,272 <laughs> times over the past three years. Um, and the government, years. Yeah. <laughs> and the government has spent $2.6 million just to repair these cuts. So apparently it's not something that is... 
going to stop things. They basically just walk up with a with a saw or something like that, and they just cut it open in it. They said, in fact, actually, most smuggling eggs, they just cut it with, like, inexpensive power tools that you can get just at the Home Depot. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, and they come in, they open them up, and then they just take whatever they want to take through it. They said, actually, last year, in fact, one of the worst areas is actually out in the El Centro area here, kind of out of San Diego. They said they were able to create an opening wide enough that they were able to take two SUVs loaded with migrants through oh, it. Geez. So that's how big an opening they were able to cut in this thing. So big, beautiful border wall. I don't know how much longer that thing's going to last if they keep cutting that thing up and you keep trying to repair it's it. It's going to be a big, beautiful border post. Yes, post. Yeah. Post. Yeah, post. Swiss cheese. What do you call that? A cheese grater. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a cheese <laughs> grater with just Swiss cheese holds. So that's my that's my first one. The other one I'm going to say I'm pouring one out for is, is sleep. Sleep is done. Oh, no. Especially if you live in New York. Oh, no. So this one, it's called so-called sex mayhem has been driving New Yorkers crazy over the past year of the pandemic because people are just making such sounds and noise while they're performing <laughs> coitus that many people have filed complaints with the city. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So according, Mind your own business. Exactly. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I mean, to a point, once it gets too loud, yeah. I mean, then, you, you know, you, people got to sleep. Once it disturbs your yeah. sleep. Yeah. So, but okay, <laughs> here's, the, here's the data on this, guys, right now. It says, according to data... This past year, from last February to this February, uh, New York's uh, 311 systems, kind of like their their 911 system, but for New York type of thing, they received 277 complaints uh, from people that were unable to sleep or just frustrated by people loud lovemaking. Loud lovemaking. Yeah, 277. <laughs> LLM. One guy said, one complaint said, hey, I've slept through earthquakes and fires in my life. I can't sleep through this. <laughs> okay. So if you're breaking down by boroughs, Queens produced the most complaints with 103. Go Queens. Yeah. Nice. Manhattan came in second with 66. Huh. Brooklyn produced 55. The Bronx, 48. Don't know what's going on in Staten Island, but just four in Staten Island. Apparently Staten people Island. are not quiet. Not, not a, maybe I should pour some <laughs> out not, for a second yeah, in Staten Island. Yeah. But anyways, in a statement... NYPD said, hey, we take all of these quality of life complaints very seriously, <laughs> and we will continue to monitor and address all complaints, their spokesperson said. They actually said, they went through them and they listened, they said, the vast majority of these grievances were labeled as unfounded, unnecessary, or not criminal. However, 17 were logged as unable to enter. No pun intended. Two were listed as gone on arrival. Okay. And, and and this is the best one. Three were referred to another agency, but they don't say what agency they referred them to. Uh, so I don't know what happens. If it's so bad, like you're, it is so bad that we have to refer you to, to another, another agency. agency. There was three of them. I want to so know, I want to know those yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. Yes. So you, you want to know not those have that problem in El Centro because of the uh, reciprocating sound. Oh yeah, you can't hear yeah. down the wall. Yeah. yeah. No. That's no right. complaints. <laughs> Actually, no complaints about the reciprocating saw noise. But anyway, so pouring one out for I guess sleep but actually just good old love making it's like it seems like in new york they yeah, are taking it not big fans of that yeah, yeah so yeah. thank you talent hey no uh, problem you did some extra research yeah, extra it work. was a good week I, like some weeks extra it just fall work. like yeah you're just falling oh this is great this is great i just you know some weeks it's just fun the, the world we live in man <laughs> oh my gosh you have a choice you laugh or you can oh, yeah. scream your head yeah, off yeah, or you 100 right yeah you know what i like to do have another beer okay yeah i like it oh maybe we should tie this segment up ladies and gentlemen this has been toast roast and pour one out which sends me to another beer uh, Mackenzie sent along for the team. This is Howdy Neighbor Double IPA. This is their several hops, Nelson, Simcoe, Citra, and Amarillo. Two Howdy row. Neighbor. Flaked oats. 
And she, when we were talking, I was discussing how double IPAs aren't my jam. And she said, I know you just told me that's <laughs> not your thing. But try this. One. But I want you to try this. Nice. And so. Here we are. Who am I to turn away? That's right. Beer. Yeah, that's true. You know, as we're, as we're pouring this, I'm just going to follow up on that pour, and I just kind of feel like if someone hasn't called the police on you for your lovemaking, maybe you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah know. Right. I don't know. I just had that yeah. thought. You might live out in the country. Yeah. yeah. Or you live out in the country. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> in which case, tell everyone. Yeah. Record it and show everyone. Say, people should call the police. Yeah. Who am I to judge? <laughs> oh, Joe? Oh, no. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> show everyone so yeah. you're not yeah. just recording oh, the audio. There we go. Right? There we go. <laughs> now it smells more like an IPA. Oh, that's right. smooth. But it smells... Got a little citrus to it. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on the nose. That, Actually, that's very smooth. For it's a, very smooth, but yeah. but I'm not surprised it's 8.3%. No, I agree. I, I, yeah. it, the alcohol really? comes through, yeah. but it's smooth. It's not the, the hop. It's no uh, Pliny the Elder or no. Uh, no. You know, anything by stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, very smooth. Insert stone beer. Light, crisp. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Insert stone beer here. Oh, that's good. You know what I feel like would go really well with this is an Irish toast. Do you oh, have I one? have one. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's the only reason I come to this yes. podcast every St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. For every wound, a balm. For every sorrow, cheer. For every storm, a calm. For every thirst, a beer. Okay. Cheers. 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 Good Very good. Cheers. Well done. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. 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 Yes, cheers. Extensive research. Google Irish toast for my podcast. <laughs> You read through about 12, and you're like, these are all genius. Yeah. <laughs> these people know how to do toast. Yes, this is fantastic. You have when someone does the toast, and you're already about four gulps in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, I need to refill. Where, where am I at on this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're toasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Uh, talent. Yeah. Head researcher for the podcast. You knew St. Patrick's Day is coming up. You've been investigating. Yeah. What'd you find? Well, I was given the task this week of coming up with what are some brilliant Irish contributions. So besides toasts, leprechauns, four-leaf clovers, the obvious ones, uh, here are some of the top Irish contributions to the world. Okay. And I was actually really impressed going through this list. Uh, got it down to probably the, the 10 best. Here are the 10 most impressive. Number one, automobile. Uh, Henry Ford was a son of an Irish immigrant. So that's pretty impressive right there. They can lay claim to that. Uh, second one, submarine. That's why it's automobile. That's true. <laughs> automobile. Yeah. yeah. That sounded a little bit like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Austrian. And Irish. Irish, Austrian. Oh, yeah. Submarine, number two. Uh, John Philip Holland, who was from Clare. I don't think that, that sounded more like, I don't know what that was. And he invented the we submarine. Probably should stop. Yeah. He invented the submarine. Yeah. All right. No more cultural appropriation. No, submarine. Yeah. Um, submarine. <laughs> number three, the good old tractor, Henry Ferguson from Northern Ireland. This guy actually was a genius. He was a bicycle repairman, but apparently he was such a genius for mechanical inventions. He not only invented the modern tractor, but he also invented the first four wheel drive Formula One racing car. Wow. This guy was a that's nice. that's genius. So tractor, tractor. Next one, Irish invented the tank. Winston hey. Churchill, 1915, issued an all points bulletin for the invention of a machine capable of withstanding rifle fire, flattening barbed wire fences, and rolling over no man's land. Irish man, no man's land. Irishman Walter Gordon Wilson. He says, "Hey, I can got it," and he invented the modern tank. 
That's pretty cool. That's that that's, is cool. Yeah, who knew that? Yeah, right? I did not. Yeah, and now you know. And now you know. Yeah. And next, yeah. color photography. John Jolly from County Down was the first to invent the color photograph, 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 photograph back in 1894. Um, apparently, wasn't a big thing initially. Didn't gain some widespread uh, acceptance till many years later. So apparently, people were really into the black and white. And just like they right, liked that, right. you know, back in the day. You're missing the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they also invented the monorail. Uh, Louis, Louis, Everything's got an O in it. Yeah, Louis Brennan. Uh, he was from Mayo back in 1909. He he, he did that. So uh, Irish also Irish chemist Dr. James J. Drum uh, invented the nickel zinc battery. Uh, so he was the first one. Uh, and bummer. figure that without that invention, no cell phones. Yeah, that's cell what phones. we use to power cell phones. So yeah. thank thank the Irish for that. Next thing, they split the atom. Okay, Ernest Thomas Sinton Walton. They split the atom and put an O right yeah. in the middle. <laughs> yeah. He won the Nobel Prize for his work uh, doing atom smashing experiments. Number nine on this list, arguably I would say probably should go much higher, but was Guinness. Enough said about that. Sure. And number 10, which I don't understand why this isn't not number one, but number 10, I guess the automobile is pretty important, uh, milk chocolate. Oh. Yeah, 18th century. Sir Hans Sloan, he's the only one here that became a sir that was knighted. From County Down, a couple guys from County Down here. Um, he uh, encountered cacao while he was in Jamaica. He actually first reported it to he made it made him feel kind of sick to the stomach, and so he made a he devised the means of mixing it with milk uh, to make it more pleasant because the locals were drinking it with water. And when he returned to uh, England, uh, he brought that recipe back, and by uh, 19th century, Cadbury's was selling tins of Sloan's drinking chocolate. So again, without the yeah. Irish milk chocolate. Yeah, I might move that up on the list. I, I, I would right, go yeah. top top two, maybe maybe summary number one. I, are you sure you didn't have that list in reverse? I don't know. I just pulled it off the good old Google, Mister Google. <laughs> Mister Google gave it to me in that order, as these were the top ten things that they've done. But like, if I had to reorder this and refactor, I'd probably go submarine one, tractor maybe two, three milk chocolate. Uh, you know, I dropped the monorail way down to number ten. I don't. I, yeah. If I'm not at Disneyland, I don't really find the need for the monorail. It's even kind there. of genius, though. It like, is genius. Why are we putting in two rails? Yeah. and one will do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's fair. Automobiles would be higher up, but again, going back to cost of gas right now, I think it's got to drop a little bit at this point. Um, color photography, Guinness, Guinness. Oh, I, Guinness yeah. like gets like a one A. Yeah, like milk chocolate and Guinness. That's pretty much yeah. it. Those are where we go. But anyway, so those are the things. So uh, when you say the Irish haven't done anything, think twice about that. They've I would never lot. say the Irish haven't they've, done anything. Why are you looking at me when you said that? <laughs> you got, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some amazing, I'm a big fan of the Irish. I'm just they gave us one there. of the greatest party days ever. They did that as well. Joe, would you like to add something to the contributions <laughs> uh, from the Irish? So uh, any musical contributions you'd like to throw in there? Uh, my wife is half Irish, mm. so... Not that I'm throwing her in. <laughs> I was expecting you too. I thought you okay. yeah, <laughs> Oh, true, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and actually, certain, I, Irish music is fantastic. Irish music is, is fantastic. The Pixies, yes, yeah. fantastic. Yes, right. uh, yeah. isn't the Proclaimers? Yeah, I would I walk. So. I, or they? They're stop. New Zealand. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. They sound Irish. So close. They they can sound Irish. If no, well, <laughs> listen, just oh, that if I, all I, accents sound. They, they sound sort of more Irish, Irish than we do. Right. So <laughs> we should call them out for cultural appropriation, or is it just that I <laughs> ignorant and don't understand what? Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys. Great call. Great call. There you go. There you go. Oh, can we end the, the show du- with young, a little Dropkick Murphys? Young, young Dubliners. Sorry, that's, that's I'm giving Tom too. extra work. He's a thanks. Yeah. yeah, I just came back from two weeks. I'm way behind, and you just dropped that on me. Yeah, I drop kicked that on you. Yep. Are you ready well, for then. an Irish stout now that we're so excited about it? Oh, our... the commitments. Wasn't that, a, that movie? It was a great movie. 
Right. Yeah. Good. And every St. Patrick's Day, my wife and I watch Waking Ned Divine. Mm. It's just a tradition. Oh, nice. We have a brilliant movie. We enjoy a Guinness. Yeah. Brilliant movie. um, While we watch that movie every year, I'm a creature of habit. I have an Irish stout for us tonight. That's good. It's a good way for us to finish uh, this. This is, this is a homage to Guinness. It's from Brewery X up in Anaheim. Okay. We've, we've had that on our yeah. list to check that out. I haven't been there. I, have you been there? You've been there. I more been Anaheim there. breweries than I have. Yeah, I haven't been to that one. I've heard of it. It's a dry Irish stout, nitro, canned, called Dublin My Vision. It's a great name. <laughs> nice. See, right there. Nicely and It's got the four-leaf clover, Dublin My Vision. Shake hard, which makes me super nervous. Pour vigorously, so <laughs> I have a towel ready. <laughs> if I, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I haven't opened one yet. I bought a whole bunch of them, so I hope the uh, beer stalker, beer purchaser at Fraser Farms spoke very highly of it. So I, I went home with lots of it. I knew I had to save some for Joe when he's ready to. Yes, thank you. That is a complete inverse of color that we've had so far. <laughs> right, because the Howdy yeah. Neighbor was also very light and clear. Yes. Just like the hand-selected. This looks, it looks a lot like a Guinness. It does. It does. Look at that nice, firm, tan head on it. it smells lovely. Oh, I chocolate notes. Sorry, Padre. Yeah, it looks very good. Ooh, chocolatey notes coming out. What was that? Guinness and chocolate? One that's one delicious. A? That's fantastic. Oh, that's, oh, that's that, a, quite a smile. That's really good. <laughs> is it on? Is it, did they, it I say wish you could see yeah, it say right now. On, uh, on nitro, you can tell it's just got that yeah, it, mm, smooth, like the, the slippery smooth, yeah. smooth of yeah. the nitro. Silky smooth of the nitro. Yeah, stout on nitro is a good thing. Oh, chocolatey, roasty. Can you imagine what this tastes like on draft? Mm. On ice cream? I mean, under, oh, yeah. With a, oh, if we had a scoop of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> yeah, tell us that. Mm, yes. This is a delicious beer. This is Brewery X Nitro Dublin My Vision Dry Irish Stout. Hey, while you're drinking, quick uh, oh, fact. No, I, don't, don't talk. We're just, just going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, dude, look quick at fat. you on your face. Let us yeah. enjoy the <laughs> Irish What are you doing? Uh, I'm in a special place right now. <laughs> uh, I'm just keeping our podcast honest. I did a fact check. The proclaimers are from Leith. Edinburgh, UK. Oh, so, so, uh, okay, so I heard them the first time in New Zealand. So yeah, for me, Scotland. they're from New Zealand. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you for the fact check. That's we fact check ourselves around yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. I like that. <laughs> and so we own up. We own up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wasn't wasn't a jar of uh, cucumbers. It was a jar of tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although, for some reason, the jar of cucumbers to me is just such <laughs> a cool. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the it's no different. Yeah. But what happened? It was a Russian drone, and she launched from her balcony with her bare hand. Yeah. Um, she why do you, heaved. Why do you why do you jar cucumber? So that's my only question. To make pickles. Is that what it is? Uh, that's what I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Irish invented that. Oh, they did. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fact check. Fact check it. Fact check. It. No. Fact check. Uh, no, no. Wait, here's a here's a fact you can check. <laughs> okay, let's go. We were recently told. I was told by two listeners. Okay. One publicly on okay. the Twitters. Uh, that, that's the, the Twitters. funniest thing that has yeah, ever been that. said on this podcast in two and a half years was said by Father Joe. <laughs> your comment. Gateway, Gateway holes. <laughs> Gateway <laughs> hole. 
Yeah, gateway pickle. Gateway Genius. Pickle. <laughs> that was a rare moment. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Joe. I feel good about it. Oh, those were in your drinking days. Yeah, yeah back in the day. Uh, that was it. I think that was the I last had to day. Sober up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had gone too far. Well, you tune in to learn. We want to keep that going. Yep. So this is. I bet you didn't know. Saint Patrick's Day edition. Well, what I can't fathom is how one can drink ice-cold beer in freezing weather. Cliff, explanation, please. Now, how do you know he has one? Five bucks says he does, ten says it's a doozy. (laughs) I did a little investigation on Irish culture and mythology as well. And this is the story of Finn McCumail, but normally known as just Finn McCool. Oh, nice. Nice. You know the story of Finn McCool? You've got some Irish blood. I think I'm about to. Okay. there. There's a whole bunch of stories about Finn McCool. In fact, they're called the Finn Cycle, the Finian Cycle. There's so many stories about him. But I'm just going to give you a pint's worth so I can enjoy my dry Irish stout, doubling my vision uh, while I tell this. So Finn McCool. So he lives at a time when Ireland, Scotland, England are dangerous wildlands. Way back in the day. Daily life is tormented from legend by two things. Mostly wolves and giants. Yeah. Okay. There's some dragons. But it's mostly wolves and giants. And Finn McCool is a protector of Ireland, keeping common folks safe, again, for mostly wolves and giants. He had a couple things going for him in this role as protector. Very big man. Yeah. Described as he barely fit in his house. Okay. Okay. So he had brawn. Right. He's got some muscle. But he also had brains. In fact, as a young man, he had been challenged because of his smarts by the druid Finnegus. Oh, yeah. That's where we get the word finagle. Oh, interesting. I okay. made that up. Oh. Uh, what, <laughs> it sounded like the more you know, and yeah. I was I was, yeah. 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 I was in on Taking notes. I, I, just I suddenly down. feel like I have to be honest or Joe's going to Google it. <laughs> no. Druid, the Druid Finagus uh, challenged him to catch this very special uh, fish in the river. So McCool goes out as just a lad, and he catches this, and then the Druid says, well, now you got to cook it up for me. He doesn't know what it is. What it is, it's the salmon of knowledge. Oh, yeah. And if you eat of it, you gain the wisdom of the world. I had some of that last night. It was really good. (laughs) And the druid tells Finn that he's got to cook it up and serve it to him. So he's cooking up. But as he's cooking, he burns his thumb. and He puts his thumb in his mouth to cool it. And by that, he gains the wisdom of the world, which he could access at any time by simply sucking his thumb. Wow. Which is not a manly look, but but, hey, it's the wisdom of the world. Wisdom of the world. So brains and brawn. Yeah. Uh, so he needed those for his adventures. And and here's the adventure he's he's probably most famously known for. Uh, he was, you know, as as people do, throwing giant stones into the ocean and creating a walkway from Ireland to Scotland. Right. right. As people will do. Right. And there's a Scotsman, a Scottish giant on the other side who is yelling things, taunting him. And Finn starts taunting. And they start taunting each other. That This giant, they call him the Big Red Man. His name's... Uh, Ben and Donner, or okay. Big Red Man, okay. big and way bigger than Finn. But Finn doesn't know because he doesn't apparently doesn't understand perspective. Okay. <laughs> he just sees him from far away. He's but got his thumb in his mouth. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's hard. Sometimes. And they're yelling insults like Scottish insults and Irish. So Ben and Donner or Big Red Man might say something like, "You are one clarty bastard," <laughs> and Finn might respond back with something like, "I'll kiss my Irish gobshite Egypt," <laughs> and you know they're <laughs> yelling back, and Finn starts tossing giant rocks. He goes, "I'm going to get you. I'm coming for you." And, he's throwing, and as he gets closer and closer, he realizes, holy shit, this guy's really big. <laughs> he's a lot bigger than I am. And then Big Red Man says, oh, I can take this guy. Yeah, right. So Finn hauls it back home, back to his cottage. 
because this is the biggest, toughest giant he's ever seen. Right. So he's like, no, I'm not doing this. He gets back, and his wife's there. His wife's named Una. She was also super smart. And he says, ah, I think I've done something bad. There's a guy coming. He'll be here any minute. And they come up with this plan very quickly. Una dresses Finn up as a baby and puts him in his bed in the corner. Oh, yeah. Mm. Then Ben and Donner, big red man, storms in, demands, I want to see Finn. Where's that? You don't know his name, but I want to see that guy. I'm kick his. He's done. And Una just cool as a can cucumber. bottle, jarred cucumber. Right. An Irish thing. Says, yes. uh, well, he's not home, uh, but you're welcome to wait. I am waiting for him. Oh, well, you're welcome to wait for me. If you think that's a good idea, you can wait for him. He's oh, I, I, I'm going to get that guy. So she just laughs, said, I don't think so, but you can stay, suit yourself. And she starts cooking and she goes, are you hungry? Would you like something to eat while you wait for my husband? He goes, yeah, I'm, oh, sure. She goes, well, let me cook you some bread. And she, she just chuckles to herself and she starts baking giant loaves of bread. She makes two giant loaves. One she fills with iron skillets from the kitchen. And she hands it to the giant, and he shoves it in his mouth and takes a big bite and breaks all his teeth and okay. is screaming and yelling. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. My husband eats those all the time. <laughs> I, are they too rough for you? And then she hands one to the baby, and he scarfs it. The one without the stuff, that he scarfs it down. That's Finn's favorite snack. And then he says, would you like something to drink? He's like, yeah, because yeah, his teeth are broken in place. So she rolls in a barrel of beer. And he says, can I have a mug? And she goes, oh, you need a mug? Because Finn usually just drinks it from there. That is his mug. And he's like, oh, well, okay. okay. And then finally Big Red Man looks over and says, who's that? She goes, that's Finn's baby. Ah, nice. And he realizes if that's the baby. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. So he picks himself up, makes apologies, and ran back to Scotland and told everyone how big the giants are in Ireland and how bad their bread is. So, so Finn, that time he couldn't use his brawn, but he used his brains. He used his yes. brains. Or Una yes. did. Yeah, or Una did. She, Una did. she yeah. did most of the work on that Yeah, one. she did. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ireland saved again. There are a whole bunch of stories about Finn McCool, but I'm going to save some well, for good. next St. Patrick's Day. I like it. Nice. When we'll revisit him. I feel like that first one, you dressing him up with the baby, that, 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 was, that was a Bugs Bunny cartoon, if I remember. I, 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 I think, think it was. So, yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's where he got the idea. Yeah, maybe. Bugs Bunny. That's brilliant. Well, now you know. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Whatever happened to Druids? They're out there. Are they? Okay. Yeah. We're going to Canada. I they're think they got them up there. in Canada, oh, up in British have... Columbia. Yeah, they do have Druids up there. That's true. I would be surprised if they don't. Yes. I just feel like after Dungeons and Dragons, I don't feel like I've seen a Druid in a while. Time. That took, what, what? I don't want to use the word balls, but. That took balls to be a druid yeah. in Dungeon yeah. Dragons. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I got these rolls. Yeah. I'm going druid. Yeah. Yeah. I can be a <laughs> battle mage. I think I'll be a cleric. I can be yeah. a paladin. I'll be a cleric. Is that, is that on the board? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Dude, we need a thief. Yeah, be a thief. No. I'm yeah. a druid. Yeah. At level 12, I get something. Yes. Right. Wow. That's a whole different podcast. It is yeah. a whole different. I just I was at Battle Mage briefly, and I just saw the and they do Dungeon and Dragon Nights, and I was like, "Those were some times." That's Those all. Were yeah, some so. times. The cool kids, all the cool kids, roll till the sun comes up. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Every time, about time I played Dungeon and Dragons in college with like these theater guys oh, yeah. and women, that would have been amazing. Because they probably got really. They were dressed oh up. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah. I. Th you know, oh, they were mad at me. That's funny. Every time I stepped out of character, you're out of character. <laughs> we don't do. It. I'm like, I'm getting a beer. <laughs> Are you having a slice of pizza? We don't leave character. 
Got it. Did You're they say that in us. character? Yeah. Uh, I like to be in character. Uh, no, did they say that in character? Or did they, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they stayed in yeah. character to represent well, I, I think it. one of them actually stopped me in the kitchen yeah. and said, dude, you have to stop. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a question, though. How can you be out of character if you're getting a beer? <laughs> I was in my. Yeah, I was in right. Jeff character. Don't drink beer, and don't but I wasn't like whatever. You had to drink mead. Character, I had yeah. mead or ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I has stopped me in the kitchen, hand on the shoulder, the whole thing. So look in the eye, yeah. dude. Yeah. You have to stop breaking character. Yeah. They are going to kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, yeah. you stepped in the house, yeah. and you're not in costume. So yeah. strike one. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I was so out of my element. I was so excited. To be invited yeah. and then so out of yeah, yeah. I have shared too much. <laughs> you, have shared a lot. you have shared a lot. And you still play with them today, right? Yes. <laughs> in character, though. Everybody's Never like invited back. <laughs> right after the it's, it's sort of reminiscent to the book club my wife and I were invited to, that we were invited to the introduction meet the team yeah. group and, yeah. and for dinner. And when the dinner was over, the next day we got an email saying, you know what, we don't have an extra space. Two extra spaces. We don't don't want you. Executive decision. I didn't know it was an interview. Yeah, bummer. If I had known it was an interview, I wouldn't have been myself. That's true. (laughs) That's someone I work with. They might listen to this. Uh (laughs) Too bad. Tom, you brought us a treat. You know, I did. And getting back to what you were saying earlier about me having a good time last week. I will say I did have a good time last week once I would finally get off work at night. I uh, had some great beers around Salt Lake City area. Quick uh, post-toast to my boss, Lane Rickard, for showing me around. I think I sent you guys a picture uh, from Fat Tuesday of a place up in Salt Lake City called The Bayou. And let me tell you what, they had it going on there that night. The beads, the music, everything was happening. And I think I had a, a draft of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, which uh, was very, very tasty. I think the last time I'd had that was PGW when we were in Chico. Anyway, so one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to, you know, obviously capitalize on being up there. And I had uh, put together a wish list. I was shopping around uh, all the different breweries up there. And I came across uh, one of our friends of the show, Epic Brewery, up there has a special limited edition of a beer called Captain Ron. And I couldn't pass this up, you know, knowing that uh, Talon's dad, Coach Ron over there, had many captain moments in our youth. Um, It's a raisin stout uh, brewed with raisins and soaked in rum, uh, 9.5 ABV. So it's got a little bit of a kick to it. It says, this uh, 9.5 ABV cannonball of beer was brewed with raisins that were bathed in a pirate's favorite liquid, rum. Nice. Yo-ho, yo-ho. Right. A passion for tropical dessert. Captain Ron's Raisin Stout is a sweet expression of inspired by delicious treat, rum cake. Toasted sugar with sweet raisin flavors play off the robust profile of the base stout. Bottoms up. Here's to you, Epic Brewing, and uh, Talent, I hope your dad enjoys this. Yeah. Ooh, it is sweet. It is kind of a raisiny sweet, if that makes sense, versus a sugary sweet. 
Does that make sense, Joe? Since you don't get yeah, to have any. Sense. Yeah, yeah. As someone who doesn't get to enjoy it, like yeah. most of the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that right. Make any that's, sense? that's how you live it. Sweet raisin flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a stout. It's a little bit, because of the sweetness, it's going to take me a second to recalibrate after that dry Irish stout. Which, <laughs> right. Which the, the, the dryness of that's just, and the nitro also. And I think it's been sitting out here just long enough to warm up for us, oh, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. You know? What's it say on here on the bottle? Yo ho ho and a bottle of beer. There's a hidden treasure in this brew. Anchors up, matey. Captain Ron, Raisin Stout. What a cool bottle, too. I'll post a picture of that. It's the treasure map on there. I like it. I, I am a sucker for these kind of beers, though. These kind of roasty, right? St not pastry stouts, but stouts that have the, the layers of flavoring in them. Yeah, a little, almost like a cinnamony. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A little bit. Something That's like that. That's just the sweetness. Of, I mean, with, the, with the rum and the, the raisin. And... Mm-hmm. I could definitely see how they could call it a rum cake because of the cinnamon and the mix of the rum in there. That's very good. That's really Thank good. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Epic. 9%. So, again, Joe, we're taunting you with a beer right yeah. in your wheelhouse. Oh, my gosh. Well, your day will come. It'll come. The sacrifice will be worth it. It will. The beers are stacking up at the finish line for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in Canada, yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, tell us about Noah at the end. You know, the Noah at the end of the after the flood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just got himself he made a vineyard and wasted yeah, and, he did. and smashed and laid yeah. in the tent and yeah. went do nothing. Yeah, let that's Shim do all the work. Yeah, that is true. It, Shim, the I think Shim is the name. I think that's I right. I know Old Testament better than New. That is so good. It is really good. We should rate some beers here. Let's do it. So I'm we, in. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we started with the Virgin beer. Hand-selected pale ale. Tom, where'd you land this beer? I'm going to go four. Yep, that's right where I landed it. That's right where I landed it. Yep. I just felt it was well-crafted. I don't. I did not like it as much as I liked Carlsberg Crush, but I thought right. it was well-crafted. It was a little lighter, um, but I thought all in all it was a very solid beer. I liked how light it was. I really did. Then we had the Howdy Neighbor Double IPA from Virgin. <clears throat> Also from Virgin. And I went, again, not not my wheelhouse, but I thought it was a well-crafted beer. I went four as well on it. Pretty smooth drinking. you know. But again, it's not one that I typically go to. I, I had the same commentary. Uh, I w didn't quite give it that. I gave it a 375. I gave it a little higher, 425. There's something I really, I really like this one. Mean average, 4.0. That's right. Let's find out where we are with this one. Brewery X, Nitro, Dublin, my vision. Yeah, that was my favorite beer of the night. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, I went four or five on it. Thought it was really tasty, really good good version of that dry Irish stout. Um, I, I did enjoy it. Four or five for me, too. I bet on draft it's... Oh, I bet on draft it's probably higher. Like yeah, might little... be Shawshank for me. For, it might for, be. for the yes. style, yes, Irish stout. Yes. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. I'm right there with you guys. 4.5. Um, would love to have this on a draft. And then I also wouldn't mind tasting it non-nitro. Non-nitro, too, just to see. Mm -hmm. Just to see. But it's really good. And then we had Captain Ron's Raisin Stout from Epic. 
I actually went 3.7 on this one. It was just too sweet for me. Uh, I think it's a very interesting beer, and I do like trying and tasting those beers as well. Um, but it was just, it, it definitely would be one I couldn't drink. It'd have to be like this where we're sitting around sipping it mm-hmm. together, that kind of stuff, because it is a unique beer. And it just it just was a little little too sweet for me. The sweetness, because it's that raisiny sweetness, for some reason I, I tolerate that or, or enjoy that more. Uh, I get 4.0. I'm right there with you, 4.0. Um, I am with talent over there. I don't think I could have drank that 22 by myself. No, this is not a... No, no. That Epic would have been... gets very excited about doing the bombers of their big beers, that, don't they? That would, that would have been, like talent said, 7 o'clock and uh, all she wrote. But this is a this is exactly the kind of beer and bottle of beer, this, this bomber, that I want to bring to a tasting right yeah absolutely yeah this is exactly the kind of beer i want to to share with friends yeah well funny you say that i have one more left <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> you hold on to that i will yeah. <laughs> it'll be waiting for you at the finish line Padre. <laughs> listeners happy saint patrick's day thank you for spending the hour with us make sure you share our podcast check us out on instagram and twitter help us continue what we're doing by visiting our website I like beer, the podcast.com. You sign up for buy us a coffee, get the membership and you get the premium material. Visit the ILB store, pick up some swag. All of that helps us links in our social media. We'd love to keep drinking right now. We got to run.